0: Welcome to the Self Made Writers Podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you your regular dose of writing adrenaline. membership group and I was asking people kind of like what are some of your bigger struggles and so today's topic is gonna come off of some of the information that I got feedback from some of my members and a consistent thing that it seems like bloggers or writers in general really struggle with um, is is being able to make a plan and then stick with that plan so you may be hearing this and think to yourself yeah like that's a regular struggle for me And I think that that is sort of natural um, and normal in entrepreneurial situations, because a lot of us uh, who maybe, you know, have been in more structured environments over the years, whether you were in school or in college or at a regular job, those institutions, those places create a sense of structure and accountability. And when you're an entrepreneur, all of that really goes away. And what you're left with is you having to make the plan, you having to make the deadlines, and then you having to hold yourself accountable. And a lot of times, you know, we are remote workers, we work from home, we do this, you know, in the margins of our lives. And with that being the environment that we're working in, it can be a huge struggle to let everything else take precedent over these things that we value and things that are important to us. And I think a lot of us kind of end up beating ourselves up on a regular basis because we're like, oh if I could just, if I could just stick with it, like if I could just stop getting distracted, if I could just stop, you know, constantly defaulting to everything else in my life, I might be able to actually make this work. And so for those of you who really struggle with making a plan, I think that there are really common breakdowns in this whole concept of making a plan for yourself. And I think the first one, um, interestingly enough, is that you actually don't have a concrete plan. Uh, I think that sometimes we have the ability to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to plan this, I'm going to do this. And it's just like getting a new planner, you know, saying that you're going to stick to this cleaning schedule in real life, whatever it may be. And the reality is like, there's nothing really concrete about what you did. Like you made the plan, but you know, like it's just not specific enough. And something that was really interesting, um, I had read this book cause I'm a person with ADHD and I always kind of look for ways to help myself be more successful in managing my ADHD. And one concept, um, that came into play in this book was they were talking about, when a person with adhd and probably any person too but especially people with adhd who have problems with executive function when it comes to making plans making checklists and things like that there's a really important thing to consider and that is when you're making the plan how broad are the plans that you're making and how specific are the plans that you're making and you know as a person with adhd it's important to recognize that if um, this is what this book was talking about If you have a task, for example, a task should be one action. It is one action that you take that completes that task. like like Once you complete that action that you need to do, it is able to be ticked off of a list. On the other hand, if it's anything that takes more than one action, it's actually a project. Because often what we do is we create tasks that are actually projects. Like they're more involved than just doing one thing. And sometimes our brains look at that one thing and we struggle because we're like, like your brain says, that's not as simple. Right. And I always struggled with this in the past because I would make my list look something like write and publish blog post." Okay. Well that's really a project <laughs> because in the process of writing and publishing a post, which, if any of you guys have ever seen my checklist for these things, you know, that's like 15 actual tasks. And so, when it comes to making a plan for yourself, I think that the number one thing that you can do is see if the plan that you're making is really serving your brain in the right way. So, if you're making a plan, you don't want to get so crazy in the weeds that you're overwhelmed, but you also need to be able to recognize that like sometimes you may be avoiding work because when you make your lists, you're making the item on the line, like the line item for that task too broad. Um, It's really encompassing a lot of steps that your brain has to process. And when you dive into that, it becomes more overwhelming because you're like, oh gosh, like there really are 15 like things I have to do to actually accomplish this one thing. And that's where we get stuck in the weeds. And so my first advice is when it comes to making a plan for yourself, You know, um, really try to look at the difference between something that is a one action that you complete and a project. And if it's a project, it kind of needs its own space that also has its own breakdown of tasks, like individual one action tasks that when they all come together, make the whole. And for those of you who like to like highlight things, you know, be able to tick boxes, highlight, like scratch off things from your list. It's way more empowering for you to be able to take one action at a time that eventually, you know, um, finishes one thing. So I think that maybe the first problem that a lot of us are running into is that the plans um, that we're struggling to stick with are problematic because when we go to tackle them, they're too broad in scope. And that is overwhelming for our brains and we may not even be realizing like that our brains are saying, This is a lot to process. This is a lot more than what I can do. This is taking longer than it should have. Um, But when you break those tasks down, it can be very, very helpful. And one thing that I have really been practicing in my own life is when I write an individual task down, um, I actually try to put a time beside it and I have a smartwatch or whatever that I wear. Um, And so when I get to that item on my list, I say, you know, I really think this task is going to take me like five minutes to do. So what I do is I start, like I set the five-minute timer on my smartwatch. I hit start, and I start working on the thing. And my my personality likes challenges. And so when that happens, my brain says, okay, you've got five minutes. Let's do this, right? And I dive into it. It doesn't mean that I always finish it in that time, but I am really driven to finish it. And it gives me one singular point of focus to just get done. And I can just... Focus my energy on that one thing. And so I think that's one really key to being able to stick with a plan is, is being able to figure out what works for you, but stop making these super broad lists, like, like where, you're, where your tasks on your checklist are bigger than one action. I think that's one thing that a lot of you guys might be able to implement that would be really, really helpful as you're trying to tackle your writing or content creation projects. Two, I think a common breakdown is you don't have anyone or anything holding you accountable. And my personality really pushes back on that a little bit, which is ironic because I am a coach, but um, I just think that's because I tend to be such a visionary type person and I don't like, like, I don't like people sort of holding back my ideas or creativity and I feel like sometimes accountability for me becomes almost like a cage and so I have to be careful with that because in having a successful business it is really important to have a form of accountability Um, no matter how much my personality or my brain wants to rage against that like accountability um, having someone or something that holds you to completing something is really valuable and is important because it sets an expectation. And without those expectations, it may be difficult for you to regularly complete things. And what I've seen from a lot of people who have seen, you know, who have been able to generate momentum, this form of accountability usually comes in the form of a peer. Um, So like, if you're in any kind of groups, like if you're in the Tricks to Blog Success community, like you can always reach out in that group and try to find somebody who wants to be like an accountability partner um, for you. And as like a blogging coach, you know, when I look at the needs of the people in my community, I know accountability is um, an issue for people. And so for me, I've, you know, set up my mastermind groups, my mentored mastermind groups, um, which is like a weekly accountability and a group peer setting Um, And then I have one-on-one coaching that I do on the regular. And so these are all opportunities for people to get a form of accountability. Um, And it really does work because I have people who I know like on their own would say, you know, I made, like they'll come to me after the groups and say, I made more progress in the 12 weeks that I was in your mastermind group than I made last year as a whole. And that's because being an entrepreneur is not easy. Like being self-motivated a lot of the time It's very difficult, especially in non-structured environments like working from home or, you know, this being kind of your side hustle that you do in the margins of your life. And so I just try to create these environments where people have accountability and they have this kind of confidence in that accountability because there's a professional guiding them through that. So when they're in there, they know that they're doing the right thing. And I think that kind of leads me to the next thing. Um, which I think is a big breakdown is that a lot of people have a plan for themselves or a plan for the writing or a plan for their blog, but they spend a lot of time second guessing that plan um, because they think to themselves, Well, I'm going to spend time on this, but I don't want to spend time on the wrong thing. And when I listen to all these different gurus and podcasts and stuff like that, you know, I get all these new ideas or these new concepts, and that makes me second guess the path that I'm on right now. And really, so much of being a success really relies on momentum and forward movement. And if you live in a space where you just constantly second guess what you're doing, you never make forward progress. And I don't know that there's really like, in our industry, like, there may be moments where like, you're going forward and you realize, okay, I've, I've done this, I've practiced this, I've learned this. Um, I've built this new skill set through all of these things that I've done, but I might need to pivot this into something else or do something new. Like that's different. Um, It's different than sitting there and saying, well, this person says this is the path, so I'm going to do that. But this person says I should do this, you know? And that is the way with just about anything in life that we desire to be disciplined with. Like, for me like i've got blogging down i've got writing down that kind of stuff i don't really second guess but when it comes to things like fitness and things like that like i really enjoy exercise um i have goals for like being able to do weight training and cardio and things like that and there's a million different voices out there on those topics and every one of those people in general really believes in their concept and their idea and so it's easy for them to kind of sell that, right? And in those situations, when you're really trying to see progress, and, you know, you're like, for me, like, I'm, I'm waking up in the mornings, I'm trying to go to the gym, I'm putting time into it, all these things, like, you know, in a few weeks, if you don't feel like you're making the progress that you should be making, or you have something that kind of triggers you, it can make you just want to throw up your hands and say, You know, like I'm so overwhelmed, like one day I wake up and I want to do this and the next day I want to wake up and do this other kind of um, weight training system. And, you know, some people are saying you do cardio after weights, and then like, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I deal with. So I get exactly where you're coming from. I have been there as a blogger, but I want to point this stuff out because I want you to see that it's very common. And it's common because I think we have so much access to information in general. And what I found in my personal communities was that bloggers were really struggling with this because they kept trying to apply these paths or these concepts that people were putting out um, about blogging that were very generalized and they weren't really specific to the type of blog that that person was building. And so I saw this pattern, that's why I ended up creating the Trex to Blog Success was because I knew there really in, in our industry with the types of women that I work with, there are really usually three distinct types of blogs. And the way that you build those, the way you go about running those is a little bit different. And so I wanted to be able to create a space where People could confidently say, okay, this is the kind of blog that I'm building, and this is the path that I should get on. This is what I should do. Thus, the concept of the trek, right? So your trek to blog success is based on the type of blog that you're building. Can that evolve? Yes. But ultimately, it gives them a path forward to confidently be like, okay, I don't have to second guess this because this is the way that these types of blogs are built, and if I'll just stay the course, if I'll just do this thing, if I don't give up you know, if I keep implementing, keep practicing, keep growing, then I can make this work. And so I think that in general, that breakdown for a lot of people is that even though you have that plan, you second guess it, because everything that we do takes time, like, right, we're we're sacrificing some part of our energy, some part of our day, some part of our week, um, we're giving away some piece of our personal time, our family time, whatever, to do this thing. And a lot of us just have this need of assurance, you know, that like we're on the right path, that we're not wasting time. Um, And honestly, like, I'm just not always sure that you can always have that. Like I think as an entrepreneur, you're putting yourself out there, you're rolling the dice, you're seeing what works. And there's plenty of stories like where people tried something um, at first and then it didn't work, but it led them to the thing that they are doing down the road. And so I feel like for you guys who constantly live in this mindset of like, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I on the right path? Like, if I'm on the wrong path, like what, you know. um, But I could just tell you story after story of working with bloggers for years on end that like like seeing people grow over years, you know, I always point to them and I, I kind of point to their past and I say, if you hadn't done these things, if you hadn't done A, B, C, and D, you wouldn't be prepared for where you're at and where you're going. Because a lot of people want to say, like, they want to look at the overall picture and say, like, for all the time that I've spent doing this, you know, like, or working on this particular project or working on this book or working on whatever, like, I'm just not seeing the results that I want. And I look back and I say, you need to recognize the wins that you've had over the years, because all the things that you've learned in the past year, two years, three years, like those have all led you to where you are today. And, They're not bad things, you know, like for me, um, I'm about to step into helping my husband with his brewery and the marketing side of things. And if I hadn't had all the experiences I've had up until now, I wouldn't really be able to do that. You know, the same goes for a lot of you guys who are listening. If you're concerned about second guessing what you're doing, stop, stop second guessing, like get on a plan, get on a path and see it through. That's that's the key like is to just keep going, just keep working, um, pivoting when you need to, but the second guessing isn't helping. It is just keeping you stagnant and really like doing the work or pausing long enough to really ask important questions, um, is vital, you know? And for those of you guys who find yourself really second guessing and struggling and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, I would encourage you to come to my mentored retreat in Charlotte because I'm going to be walking people through these blockade breakthroughs. So like if you're constantly getting stuck, I want to help you take a clarity break, um, to take a moment to step aside and say, let me recenter myself. Let me relook at what I'm doing because it's not that you need to give up. It's just that you need to pause and reevaluate, um, and so you can find out more information about that on Kim Anderson Consulting. Just go to the in-person retreats tab, but that is what that event is dedicated to. So if you find yourself in this position, come on down. Like, let's go, let's go and get this all cleared up, all cleaned up for you um, so that you can walk away with a little bit more confidence in that particular area. And honestly, if like a retreat is completely out of the question, I just wanna say like, I have so many places that I have built into what I do to try to help people get clear about their path and their plans and there are multiple ways with which to engage with me so that i can help you clarify that and feel confident about that plan that you've made um you know i have one-on-one coaching that i'm doing i have mastermind groups that start every quarter and I also have my treks to Blog Success membership group where we have a live Q&A Zoom meeting every month. And it, those are three different opportunities at three different price points that might work for your budget where I can help you get on the path and the plan that you need to be on so that you can feel confident about it and you can stop second guessing it. Um, so you can check out all that stuff on KimAndersonConsulting.com and figure out which one might work best for you because I would just love to help you feel confident and have clarity. Okay, so another common breakdown that I see is that people have a plan, but they're easily distracted, right? So this isn't about second guessing. It is the concept of I'm going, I'm going, now I'm pivoting. I'm going, I'm going, now I'm pivoting. I'm going, I'm going, I'm pivoting. Because they really want to try something new, something new is exciting to them. And sticking with stuff like that can be very difficult if you're a person who has kind of like shiny object syndrome um, where things are just like, if it's new, if it's exciting, it's kind of what you want to do. It's what you want to try. So if you're a person who gets easily distracted, I think one thing that that may improve your ability to be consistently successful is to actually set goals in a shorter period of time. So instead of doing 12-week goals or nine-week goals, you know, doing monthly goals. Because if you're a person who does get easily distracted, or you have a hard time doing the same thing for a while, you may need to just accept that about yourself and shorten the time period that it takes you to achieve things. So maybe your goal, like you sit down maybe at the beginning of the month, every month, and you say, okay, here are the things that are most important to my business this month that I must do or must get done. And Those become the things that you do for 30 days and you just focus on that Um, and you get that done. I always still think that quarterly goals are important because I think that you need to see a little bit into the future and say like, okay, if I'm looking at the next three months, like, what do I really want to achieve? But you can pull those goals in to a 30-day task list. Like, You can say, well, if that's what I want to do, then this month, these are the things I need to do to get me closer to that goal that I have set for the three months. Um, So it may just be giving yourself permission to set goals that are shorter and faster. So you're more sprint than a marathoner. And that's perfectly okay. If that's how you're wired, go for it. But really success is a balance, right? So it's perfectly acceptable for you to occasionally say, okay, hey, like, I want to try this thing because that's me. Like I'm not afraid to try things, but I also have to know in my head that when I make a decision to try something new, it will take me on a bit of a different course. And I have to be okay with knowing that my progress may be slower for the pursuit of innovation. So I'm just going to like leave that there for a second and say, If you are a person who is easily distracted, you have to understand that sometimes that distraction is a good thing and it works and it's awesome that you pivoted. And then sometimes it doesn't and it fails. And that is going to sometimes set you back or slow you down. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to pursue those things, you have to know that your journey is going to be way slower because you're not just putting your head down and working forward, working forward. And I think there is a point that everybody does need to pause and reassess right so like if you put your head down and you're constantly working but you don't measure anything you don't see what's working you don't see what's not working um then you're not able to grow so it's not that sticking like I just want to be clear that when you're sticking with a plan it's not that you have like a white knuckle grip on your plan it's that you have your plan you pursue the plan and last like the most important part of this is measuring And I'm not great at that, like I didn't like math in school. I like analytics and stuff, like I can geek out about it, but in general, like it's a lot of numbers, which isn't that exciting for me. But the more that I learn about business principles and successful businesses is that successful businesses do use numbers to make really important decisions. And so it may be that your plan has lacked measurement right? So you may be working on something for years and be like, I don't know if this is even working, but that's because you're not measuring anything. And I know that in the past, like that has been something that has probably been um, Achilles heel for me is measurement, right? Like being able to go in and see like, is this working? Is this not working? Am I keeping my finger on the pulse of my business, right? And for people who love numbers and geek out about that stuff, that's potentially easier than people who tend to Be more like visionary, you know, like they like to look into the future, they like to dream, they like to do all these things, and the numbers kind of cramp their style. But the numbers are important. And so you may be thinking, well, like, what kind of numbers should I be measuring? Well, for me, I keep like, I try to keep it simple, especially in the early days, which is like, you know, am I growing my subscriber list? Like month by month, is it getting bigger? And you know, you kind of have to decide what those metrics that you're going to measure are the things that are important to you are. You know, is my traffic going up? If you're brand new, it could be just going up. If you've been blogging for a few years and you have some comparison data, you know, you can compare February 2022 to February 2021 and like, did you see growth in that month because month to month comparison is better than, you know, uh, week to week or whatever generally because of the way, like the nature of content creation and the way people consume information and topics that are popular one month may not be popular the other month. So there's different ways that you can measure. But I think as far as like sticking with a plan, what may be troubling you or tripping you up if you're a person who's who's constantly like, I just can't stick with this or like I'm scared that I'm not doing the right thing is figuring out what numbers in your business matter, like what numbers represent growth to you and measure those monthly, weekly, whatever you need to do so that you can see if something's growing. And if it's not, then you can make informed decisions. So instead of just running blindly forward on everything, it's just pausing and making sure that you actually have, you know, your finger on the pulse of what's actually happening in your online business. And so just to recap really quick for this episode, the main things that we are talking about is, you know, how do you really stick with a plan? Like, how do you do that? Well, the first thing I mentioned was, actually making a concrete plan. And um, if you're a person who struggles with that or whatever, consider getting help, get a coach, whatever you need to do, someone that you trust to kind of help you sit down and make that plan that you can be confident in and you can avoid second guessing. Two, if you don't have anything or anyone holding you accountable, you may need to work on that. Like if accountability works for you, if, if having someone hold your feet to the fire works for you, do it. And it's really funny in my mastermind groups because I have people who will show up and say, oh my God, I did all of this last night. And I'm like, great, I'm just glad you got it done, right? And it's it's not like, and, like, and they're happy about it because they're like, you know, if I didn't have this meeting, I wouldn't have done this work. I would have just, I would have just shrugged it off. I wouldn't have stayed up the last night doing this. And that's the point. The point is to have something to hold your feet to the fire, something to motivate you to get it done, even when you don't feel like it, or even when you've procrastinated on it or whatever it may be. And there's nothing wrong with procrastination. If you are fueled by procrastination, do it. I have a whole episode on that. Next uh, breakdown is, you know, if you have a plan, but you second guess it, I mentioned that a minute ago, like get into a situation where you can kind of like be confident, like put yourself into um, a situation where you have someone who helps you make your plan that helps you feel confident in it. The fourth thing was you have a plan, but you're easily distracted. And we talked about strategies and kind of how to deal with that. And then last, don't be afraid to measure. Don't run so hard so fast that you stop measuring. Um, Decide what things you feel are like the important metrics of your business right now and track those things because those numbers can help you see growth. And those those numbers, if they're improving, can give you more confidence and more momentum. But I think a lot of people, you know, because I'll when I'm working with different people, you know, they'll say, this isn't, this is just, isn't working. And I'll say, well, let's look at some numbers. And then we start digging into numbers and they're like delighted that they've actually had quite a bit of growth, but they're just not looking at the right things. Um, So I just want to encourage you guys, like, don't be afraid to measure. Don't be afraid to lean in. Don't be afraid to pause and reevaluate. Um, But in all of these situations, It's perfectly fine to just pick something and like stick with it, like stick with it, go with it, write it out. And I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. I hope that you found this information helpful. These are the most common breakdowns I think people have in making a plan. And some of this, like some of you guys may be like, yeah, I really want to get coaching. Some of you guys may be able to get a peer to help you with these things. Um, Whatever way works for you, do it. Like just do it. Just lean into it. Um, don't be afraid, like don't be afraid to reach out, don't be afraid to invest, don't be afraid to, you know, do these things to help support your business. And again, I really do have quite a few things on Kim Anderson Consulting that I believe can help achieve all of these things, like pretty much every product or service I've developed does these things to help people stick with plans. So if you're doing one-on-one coaching, you know, it's dedicated time for you, Um, helping you refocus your business and make sure what you're doing is right for what you're trying to do. The mastermind groups are just a form of really strong accountability. And you build great relationships. And you know that you're in those groups, like you know that you've got a 12 week plan that we're going to stick with that plan. And last, I have my Trex to Blog Success community, school and squad. And that is a place where you get the education that you need I tell you through the like, through the class and through the tricks these are the steps that you take and the order that you take on based on the type of blog that you're building and then we have our like monthly live Q and A's where you are um, able to come in and 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 check in with me and say like hey does this like seem like I'm on track I have questions about this I'm overwhelmed with this whatever it may be and that's the time there for you um, and so there are different things that may be better for you um, as far as being able to commit or. Like invest in those things, and so I just want to encourage you to check out all those opportunities by visiting my website, kimandersonconsulting.com. I am dedicated to your success, and I would like to help you in whatever way I can, and that's why I have come up with different ways um, to be able to help people at different, you know, price points for different budgets and different seasons of their blogging journey. Um, But I am here for you. I'll keep putting out podcast episodes every week just to keep encouraging you and. I just appreciate that you're here and that you listen. And I hope that as you think about these things, if you're a person who regularly has str- like trouble sitting with a plan, hoping that something in this episode today was just a great nugget for you to walk away with that you can apply to your business right now, um, step into it, and really be able to figure out what works for you and what can help you stick with a plan and see progress in your own self-made writing journey of business however you're approaching this. And as always, just keep writing.